All right, we're going to hop right back into it. Uh, we're probably going to spend a lot of this episode talking about uh, all the stuff that's going on in Russia and Ukraine right now. But before we do that, let's, let's get this uh, main story out of the way. Golfer Phil Mickelson got dropped <laughs> by his long-term, long-term partner, KPMG. Oh, Isn't that kind of nuts? Sto- dude, this story is so funny. I mean, it's fucked up. But like, what an idiot. Like, he was talking yeah. to a reporter off the record, so to speak. I, I, as far as I'm concerned... Nothing's off the record when you're talking to a reporter, right? It could always come back <laughs> to bite you. Yeah. And I mean, the gist of what this guy said was there's like this new Saudi Super League, which I hadn't heard of, but I'm not in like the golf scene or anything. And essentially what happened was he was like, a fr- he was front running it. He was basically, you know, really promoting it, pom-poms, all that. And then in this like off the cuff conversation, he was basically like, yeah, we know that, you know, Saudis like, you know, kill people. They kill that journalist. They're like, terrible human rights record but like i don't know i think it's going to be worth it you know or something like along those lines like like i think um why would i do that it's because of the money is essentially what he said which is like like why would you why would that even leave your mouth even if it's true you know what i mean did did he say verbatim because of the money no he said goes because it's a once in a lifetime opportunity to like and like basically leverage against uh, it's leverage against PGA to like pay us better right. and give us royalties right, and, right, right, and all right, these different right. shit. So basically he was like, I think these guys are pieces of shit, but I'm going to leverage them to get more money yeah. out of the PGA. Yeah. Which is like such a you, fucking even, cold blooded. No, I mean, it's, no, exactly. it's, it's smart. Even you know, outside sense, of like the, but, even outside of the human rights stuff, it's like, man, that, that goes in the question about your integrity and all your sponsors about like, why are you even taking these sponsorships? Like, do you really align yourself with the companies that yeah. you're promoting to your fans? If if you're gonna go around back and say like yeah like this is a once in a lifetime opportunity to get it back right like that 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 just devalues all your other sponsors who are probably legit and don't have like human rights abuse records on 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 tape right yeah uh, I just, I just feel like a guy like Phil Mickelson doesn't give a fuck like I I don't know I I just wanted to throw the story in because I just it's, think no it's, it's just funny because like you know he's synonymous with his KPMG hat in all colorways man you walk you see him you see him on, in pictures. You see yeah. him with the KPMG hat, and now that now he's not gonna have one. Uh, yeah, man. So, so dude, Bitcoin failing to act like gold. So there's this article I saw on the hustle, and it was it was basically saying we know what actual gold is doing, and it's been going up. Gold prices are hovering around uh, eight month highs. Last week, gold, gold's doing well, right? Bitcoin is continuing to take a shit because of the Russia Ukraine thing, down twenty three percent in twenty twenty two. This was supposed to be the the freaking digital gold. Like that's what everybody was explaining. I would explain it like that. Oh, it's like digital gold. It's like a good hedge, whatever. It's like, right. Way that's more- what it was when that's what, it ha- that's what it was when USD was, uh, you know, was falling because like the U S government was printing just so much money during the pandemic. Right. Yeah. Like, like people were like, yeah, like they printed like 33% of like the U S is total like supply in this year. Right. This is why Bitcoin, like, outside of all these market factors will be here to like stay. And like, honestly, that case worked out because it, it, it was like the beginning of the Bitcoin bull run. But in this case, it doesn't seem like the case, huh? You know, it's, 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 but the thing is, it's, it's so much different when you think about it. It's like a risk on asset. Like it's an asset where you have a high risk tolerance, you know, you, you have a small allocation of it and it, it's extremely volatile, but it has extreme growth potential. Gold, maybe it used to be, but I don't think people are buying gold because they think it's going to go to the moon, right? So Mm -hmm. it doesn't have that same, it's not subject to the same sort of emotional swings because it's been around for thousands and thousands of years, right? It's, it's a lot more stable. 
I mean, I'm not a gold expert and I could sound like an ass right now. It could be pretty volatile. I'm not sure. But one thing I do know is that like the same people who are lever like levering up and buying stocks are buying Bitcoin too. Like it's the same investor. It's the same psychology. It's the same sort of like, why would you buy Bitcoin? It's for extreme growth. And so in times of uncertainty and, and things where you want to have a risk off asset and maybe be a little bit more conservative, you're not going to buy Bitcoin to hedge. That like, makes no fucking sense based on like our concept of what, you know, Bitcoin and crypto is right now. Now, eventually, you know, maybe yeah. things like stable coins could be that they could be that sort of like hedge um, because I mean, it's technically currency, but you can get that like yield out of it, which is like pretty cool. But I mean, I, I yeah, when you really dive into yeah, this whole gold thing, might like, be a case to made, make for like stable coins, but I think we're just so far uh, like, like we're so early in, into what like the Bitcoin is actually supposed to be. Um, and what it's lauded to be by Bitcoin enthusiasts. And this is just like a perfect example of that. Man. Yeah. And last thing we, well, last thing before the the big stories that we have, we're going to dive into for the majority of this episode. And and guys, I, I understand if you're so not tired, but like you, you've heard a lot of Russia, Ukraine stuff. And I just want to say like, whatever, like <laughs> <laughs> there's no, suck it up. Hey, like hey, what else me, are we supposed to talk no about? There's no more important story. And, and, Good disclaimer, Nate. Good disclaimer yeah, because, like, hey, get over hey, it. We're I'll talking be honest about with you, it. man. Like my entire Twitter feed is all Russia, Ukraine. But like, I might like, like, there's nothing to get sick about. This is the most important thing that's going on in the world right now. In in like since COVID happened. No, it's, it's like it's arguably insane. right. Like, it, it's 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 still over. You like, can't let's tell get the story me. out of the way. You, yeah, we'll get, get the story out of the way. Get the story out of the way before you um, But yeah, guys. But uh, we've talked about buy now, pay later. Ivan and I have riffed on it. But basically, it's gonna officially start. Uh, showing up on credit reports. So starting today, uh, which is the 28th, Equifax will begin recording pay in for installment loans, which has attracted millions of shoppers. I think the market right now, I think in 2021, it was estimated like $55 billion were done uh, with buy now, pay later, which is basically like you buy now and you pay. I mean, it's pretty fucking self-explanatory. Yeah. But the move is part of a larger effort by all three major credit bureaus to offer lenders a wider view. This could be good and bad for your finances. So I tend to be uh, I, I encourage people to be really cautious about buy now, pay later. I think they're very promising fintech firms. I mean, aside from the consumer sort of impact, I mean, like Klarna is, is a massive uh, uh, one from, I, I believe it's the uh, Sweden, Swedish. And yeah. they're coming to Toronto. They're opening up an office. They're hiring a shit ton. My friend's actually interviewing for them, which is pretty cool. Uh, maybe I shouldn't say that, but I just said that. Um, <laughs> they, I didn't say who, but um, <laughs> you didn't say who. But they're expanding and they're 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 strong businesses. But I, there is this one thing: the uh, company called the firm. They were boasting about how they increase average uh, order size by eighty five percent. That's basically making people spend almost double what they otherwise would, which is a, an issue. And you can say that like credit cards and things like that are exacerbate that too, but. I just think this yeah. is like a different sort of like, go, I mean, gold rush. Like people are just it's, taking no, advantage of it, you know? Yeah, it's interesting. This is a Wall Street Journal article of the day that's just like how to prepare for buy now, pay later purchases showing up your credit reports. Yeah. The last, one of the last things was just like use a credit card instead. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so, yeah, I wonder how this is going to affect uh, like people's credit scores. Like it's, it's, it's an interesting new, new revelation. Yeah. And I but, think, I think, it, you know, it's, I don't know. It's just like a pig with lipstick. I, I really think guess it's there's nothing new here it's it's just it's basically a loan and they're gonna get less attractive because now before part of the appeal was that you could kind of get away with it not reporting to your credit if you have bad credit or i mean it's kind of sucks if it wasn't and you're trying to build it but like 
Now it's like, I don't know. It just doesn't. Yeah. It's just losing its paying appeal. off your credit card in full will always be the best way to build your credit. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Okay, guys. Yeah. Russia-Ukraine stuff. Let's get into it. So, I mean, where One of the new even- revelations. Today is Monday, February 28th. A lot has happened since then and probably whenever this episode is going to be released, there's going to be new uh, new findings, new moves, new things happening. Uh, where do we want to start? I don't do That's what I was going to ask you. There's so much. There's so yeah, much. I think w- what I personally want to start, like, let's keep it light, like, to start, and then we can get off, we can get deeper into, like, the nitty-gritty and, and like, the more serious shit, but uh, just how, like, Ukraine and, and, and President Zelensky is acting on social media, like, people, or his, his the whole perception, like, people love this guy, man, yes. and people love, love like, like, I don't know if you've seen the Ukraine Twitter, and it's, it's interesting, there's an interesting discussion about that, it's like, oh, you guys are getting invaded, and you're posting, like, memes and people are like oh so it's like confusing. a political cartoon whatever right but like in my my whole thing is like yo that that guy that intern that works for ukraine government he needs a raise man yeah he needs a raise because he's really helping rally behind this public sentiment call towards ukraine and he's he's helping lead that charge right right like it, it it's it's crazy because like this is a war happening during social media times right mm-hmm. and and media controls such a big narrative of of how like different sides of each like of each like conflicting party in a war mm-hmm. is viewed, right? And clearly like Ukraine and the president, they have such a great, like everybody loves them. Mm-hmm. Everybody's backing them. Every, like They have just a great reputation right now of things that they're doing, they're defending the country. And what are your thoughts about that, man? This is like, this is what war looks like in 20, uh, 2022. Nah, like, I, I think it's, it. I think it's insane. And I think I went on the record um, <laughs> last episode and I basically said, it looks like Russia's going to, take over the country like it was it almost felt like a foregone conclusion given how fast everything was happening and mm-hmm. i said i might look back at this and think god that was a dumb thing to say I, I remember saying that and i might be looking back at that and saying that because ukraine really i think russia underestimated them i underestimated i think the world underestimated them right they've, they've really held up their own they've defended their capital Kiev is still not theirs um and you know they're, they're really resilient and they're getting a lot of support Globally, I think a lot of support, I think Putin man. didn't see, think that they, these many countries would come to their aid, and and countries yeah. like Switzerland and Sweden, who are usually neutral, are coming in, and yeah, it's social media and like media on online these days, like news news outlets and stuff. They, they play such an important role, and if you say so, otherwise you like you're wrong. Like just look Absolutely. look at the last presidential election, right, with like just tech and Cambridge Analytica and all that jazz, right, and and now like. Like the public sentiment is in Ukraine side and the president's side. That just creates more public pressure for I mean, uh, how else could for, it be, right? For our governments, for other governments, right? To do shit when mm-hmm. when everybody is like, hey, like, like this is what's happening right now. There's so much pressure, right? So, hey man, when, the next time someone says reposting something on Instagram doesn't fucking do anything, yeah, it's it's very minimal. But hey, like you're you're contributing to the public discourse that adds pressure to parties that No, know, and that's such a good a that's such a good point because I was one of those guys and i still you know part of me is like yeah like yeah it's but this is like the shit, this but. is the best example of it working where raising awareness is actually working and now you're you're spurning tons of donations and celebrities are getting involved and like mm-hmm. a shit ton of capital is flowing into that country uh because of the exposure that it's getting uh, across every you know across uh you know sort of traditional media across social media like everybody is seeing this and, and, and never before, like in world war two, you didn't have a live stream of the fucking war zone. Like you do right now. There's like this yeah. thing, war talk, like war, TikTok, where like people are like 
donating on lives and like right there's there's twitter accounts that are just live tweeting everything every video that they see and compiling them into one mega thread that like i'm following like two of them and just seeing like, the shit that's going on insanity every, like, like like minute by minute and, and yeah talking about like donation stuff like should we should we jump into yeah let's like, jump in like what's let's let's what's what what's happening with uh with swift right now and all that and all that stuff about russia getting getting blocked off in their banks yeah so i think um major countries like canada the u.s uh the EU, like Britain, are basically going to cut them off. I think most of their banks, not all of their banks, but SWIFT is basically like a a way that banks talk to each other. It's a re- like the simplest way. It's how they, you know, they interact with each other, send flow, uh, send funds, I believe, um, and and just generally are connected. Um, they're the system, the interlocked like system. And so when you cut them off, that it makes it significantly difficult for you know, financial institutions in Russia to do business internationally. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it, there's also, so there's that. And that was like a big sticking point. They didn't want to do it. And now they're like, fuck it. We're taking you off Swift. They're probably going to take everybody off Swift from, from what I'm seeing. And then also there's, there's a huge, there's the, you know, they're levering pretty big sanctions against that'll really hurt the Russian central bank and yeah. locking up. So I believe Russia had over 600 billion US dollars across different sort of like areas. And some of these right. countries that have a say in that are, are locking it down. So basically there's no liquidity there. They can't access those funds. Mm-hmm. And I think China has 14% of it, but now China, dude, even China, the one that was supposed to be like the kind of like the the one the one country that was kind of in its corner, mm-hmm. China's on the line, man. China's like, ah, I don't know. Like they, China loves China. You know what I mean? Like they're not trying to like go too deep with this, this country because their best interests. And, and they're basically, they're, they're encouraging people to talk and to kind of whatever, like, they're not really like egging this on. They're basically saying like, maybe that's the way they want to be perceived, but I don't think they really want to get involved with all this sanction bullshit. Cause that could really fuck China too. So they're kind of like, Hey man, like, I know we talked about this, but like, there's a lot of other shit going on here at least from my perspective. And so I think, I think it's, I didn't think it would be this concerted of an effort against Russia. Like it is like, imagine if you're Russia, dude, their stock market didn't even open today. They couldn't even open the fucking stock market. The the ruble, I think is people are saying it's like worth less than a cent. I was like, well, what was it before all of this? Because I'm pretty sure it wasn't even close. It's not like 99% down, but it's fucking, Mm. it's plummeting. You know, if you're Russian, dude, Russian creators, uh, YouTubers, uh, live streamers, they're not getting paid, dude. Like these platforms, these American tech platforms are basically blocking them off. Yeah. And, and I know like Russia saying like the central bank has a bunch of reser- like bunch, like billions, like hundreds of billions in reserves to like cushion the impact of these sanctions and to like, you know, like to hold it down and all that. But I, I think like beyond like what, what economic, immediate economic, like uh, a recourse that has, like they say these sanctions have on Russia, it just it really adds to the pressure for like like Russian citizens to put on their like uh, government to like fucking stop this war, right? Like you see, like not only like with these economic sanctions, but with like Russia getting banned off of FIFA, right? Them them getting uh you know them all the, all this kickback. What what other what other things like even like from from Ontario Dude, LCBO, LCBO like, no not just LCBO sell. like. I'm pretty sure every, almost every major province has pulled Russian right. products off the shelf. All shelves. these little things all together, like these san- like economic sanctions, like global sanctions, like even when, down to the sports of the Russian team not not being able to like like play, right? Mm-hmm. That just all adds public pressure for for Ru- Russian citizens to be like, yo, like like stop this. Right? No, and I know, and I, I think it's it's cr- it's crazy, and I, I think 
So this was the first time that I heard some like rhetoric around this. So f- firstly, to kind of like put this, this is the first thing. So like Putin was basically saying, hey, man, nuclear shit is he didn't say nuclear, I think, but he basically was saying nuclear is on high alert. Um, Which kind of scared people, you know, that's kind of fucking scary. They've got like five or 6,000 nukes, you know, that's kind of fucking scary. And, and, you know, so the thing is that like people are thinking, well, this guy's really getting backed into a corner. Like, is he just going to like explode? Like, is he going to just like do something insane? These Russian like sort of oligarchs, these, these crazy rich Russian people that like run Russia, but like in, you know, in under Putin's sort of like whatever, are, are like that you know there's a thought that they might be getting hit so fucking hard that the country's getting hit so fucking hard that there's like a coup like there like, might be like a coup because like he's so off the rails man i i feel like we can't i can't none of us can get a good sense other than like anecdotal conversations with like russian folks who have people back mm-hmm. home who, right. which who, from which like from what i've seen everybody's basically saying like fuck right. this like i, and, I don't know and what even then doing. they don't know what's going on right because yeah like like as the gets media restricted. coming out of Russia. No, at least the stuff that the videos that I'm seeing out of Russia are just like citizens protesting, like this is dumb, right? Like we're getting sanctioned. This is going to affect us, right? This is going to affect our dollar, my purchasing power, right? Like things that I can buy and stuff, and like my economy, right? Like yeah. what implication does this have on the Russian citizen? And all I've seen is that like there's pushback. They're getting pushback, fucked, right? Dude, they're getting they're, they're, fucked. I'm hearing I'm hearing anecdotes of like of like soldiers in Ukraine, right? That like they're like yo we're out of gas we're out of supplies we don't even have food right like like everything's like misguided right there's this video of this guy who like he he's like Ukrainian citizen driving down like this highway and then he like stops past multiple tanks and they're like, they're like yo like we're out of gas can you give me some gas he's like nah you, you shit out of luck, buddy <laughs> and he keeps driving next next tank is out of gra- gas too right um, like shit. they're just all over the place even the army doesn't even know what's going on so. yeah dude I, and I think like I just don't think. They expected to be that they're there that long. It doesn't seem like they kind of know what the fuck's happening. They can't even take down Ukraine like fully. Like, so it's like pretty insane. And then there was this other, like I was listening to this podcast, this like, you know, expert. I mean, everybody's listening to these like geo experts, right? Geopolitical <laughs> experts. Yeah. But this guy was saying like, there's a real scenario where if Putin starts getting, because civilians for the most part, I think there's only been a few hundred that have, have, have died or casualties or whatever, which is like, for the scale of invasion, that's actually like kind of a positive story of like how little people have died so far. But if Putin like really ramps it up and tries to take over the whole country for real, like that's going to exponentially increase. There's a risk that like the Russian soldiers kind of revolt. Like you have like sort of like an mm. internal like mutiny of sorts where they're like, we're not doing this. Like I don't really know if that's even possible, if that's insane to say. But when I heard that, I was like, yeah, like this is like, right? You know, the, the, like if you're a soldier, do you feel like that's right? Because it's right in your home. A lot of Russian and Ukrainian, like they they're not like enemies, bro. It's not like fucking right. That separation hasn't been like that long for that many years. Like, yeah, the Soviet Union and, and and Ukraine, like it, <laughs> it's it's still it's still pretty close to home. So who knows? Home, like that could happen. It might. It probably fucking won't. But like I'm saying, like if it comes to that, like that could be insane. That's an unforeseen circumstance. So. I think yeah. this is I just think, really I think all swinging those sanctions, the other way, man. All those sanctions just really put so much pressure, and 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 like the world really came together. 
and and we're, we're still waiting on a world scale of like what the U.S. is going to do, what the U.K. Mm-hmm. is going to do, like like for their talks, right? Like like the, the like them applying for the EU, right? Like mm-hmm. what is that? And I, I like for the record, I think that takes like a couple of years at least yeah, yeah, for yeah. for for a country to join the EU. But I, it's it's just more it's an iconic thing, right? It's more mm-hmm. of a performative, like yo, like like we're we're on board for this, right? Yeah. Like it it, it really. It put, puts another check mark on Zelensky's like why why people fuck with him so hard, right? He just gets shit done and he like Dude. stays there. So, what's scary to me though, man? What is scary to me though is like if you're Putin and you're like this crazy you know dictator and you're running, you're a thug, whatever, and your things are not going your way right now, and you would just look like such a fucking loser if you like resigned or backed out or whatever. Like you yeah. would just look like with your tail between your legs. Like what else is he gonna do but like keep getting more and more aggressive and keep escalating like he has no choice and like that's why i'm like kind of scared i'm like everybody's he's getting fucked from all different angles and like so what's his response going to be and you're seeing like it's it's continuing to get worse and worse and worse and so it's just like i don't know man it's crazy yeah i mean i i think with these sanctions like it's it's really gonna just put russia in a corner even more and and like we'll see we'll see what they do with their hand but like speaking of those sanctions right like Russia's Russia Russia has a bit of a workaround, right? Like I, we we've been seeing like how does crypto play into like all this, all 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 the sanction stuff, all this like activity. Uh, and when now we talked about earlier, but like the stock market plummeting and like how bit bit Bitcoin isn't really acting like a reserve mm-hmm. um, of sorts of what it was promised to be. But like like did you see that tweet from uh, Ukraine's official Twitter where they they just sent out like an address? Uh, yeah. A wall address for like donations, yeah, and then like people confirm like yeah, this is legit. The president's like yeah, this is our this is our fucking wall address, right? And Didn't like Vitalik, like like the founder of Ethereum. Yeah, like, he confirmed it. Confirmed He's it. like, I just spoke to the Rus- Ru- Russian president. This is legit. Fucking donate to this thing right now, right? And then like since since like these addresses are public, you can literally just search up this address and see how much money is being poured into into Ukraine. And like every like two seconds, there's a new donation. It's pretty beautiful to see. Mm-hmm. And I think this kind of came from like just. A lot of people, man, and and maybe this is just a small subset of it, and and isn't a real reason of why like like they went this route. But whenever there's crises in the world, and whenever like some organization or some country, some somebody needs donations, there's always like scam artists and people on Instagram and on and on the internet that just try to take advantage of the shit mm-hmm. and and like collect donations and like scam. Right. Yeah. The easiest way is just doing fake donations pages, but it gets like a lot more serious than this, right? But through this way, man, like anybody from anywhere in the world, right? Like it, there, there's no excuse, no currency, like like discount, right? Like everybody can just throw money into this wallet and and contribute to Ukraine. And I, I thought it was beautiful to see, man. Like they're really bringing together like the, like crypto and social media together to like uh, really raise funds for Ukraine. And it's uh it's pretty awesome. Yeah, pretty and, awesome. and and people are talking about sort of like um how this could ha- you know war- Russia could get around some shit with like crypto, but I'm not or really sh- I'm, I'm I'm not really sure. Like I think it was saying this this Washington Post article was saying Russia has uh, established itself as a hub for illicit crypto activity, ransomware attacks, blah blah blah. But I like I don't see what, what like what's the central bank? What's the what's Russia going to do? Like fucking ditch traditional banking and just go through crypto like they don't have time to like do all of that kind of shit and maybe it could help a little bit but i'm not i think like yes that's a very positive story for ukraine but like people kept talking sanctions don't work sanctions don't work they don't fucking work blah 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 and like i don't know dude 
Like they're putting a lot of fucking pressure. Like these are these are they're crushing their stock market. They are like crumbling. Like the the Russian economy is absolutely crumbling as we speak. And yeah. so the, the the one thing is the one thing that nobody can touch really is oil. Like we can't fuck with their oil because they they would basically fuck the world if that if that were to happen. Um. So I mean, we're, we're seeing the repercussions a little bit right now, man. Yeah. Have you seen oil prices recently? Yeah. I mean, no. 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 They're I getting squeezed. We're getting squeezed. Yeah. 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 We're I haven't been driving in New York, but I came back to Canada like like for a week and and just filling up my gas like once or twice. I'm like, man, like. Man, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty fun. It's it's gonna go to two dollars, man. I'm like two dollar Canadian. I was like, God dang. <laughs>